This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. You can also visit us at boathousestudios.com in order to listen to this podcast and every other podcast in the Boathouse Network. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Bart rented a car with a phony driver's license and drove Martin, Milhouse, and Nelson to a wig outlet in Knoxville and their car got crushed and they're out of money and they can't get home. Bart's working as a courier and he just came back from Hong Kong. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Yes, that is a pickle. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. This is Two Bad Neighbors. I'm Greg. I'm Alan. And we are talking about the Simpsons episode, Bart. On, on the, the road, it's uh, it's it's some good times. It is some good times. It's some good times, and I I highly enjoyed watching this episode uh, with you, my friend Alan. Yes. Uh, we might as well uh, get this out of the way. We are guestless. No guests. No guests today. The chair's empty. It I'm is punching empty. it. Hey, don't don't do that. Okay. What if there's a ghost there? <laughs> You're right. The ghost ghost, of ghost James guest. Wade. <laughs> You told me you've seen him. I don't believe it. Well, <laughs> I know. We I mean, were... that's fair. It could be an elaborate long con. Yeah, I know we recorded an episode with him recently, but I, I still don't. Uh, I haven't seen him in flesh. Could have been an astral projection. Could have been a uh, you know soundboard. My point is, I think there's a life after death, and oh. I think James is, <laughs> is the <there>. gateway. <laughs> Glad to hear it. To it. Yeah, so that's great. Prove me wrong, children. I can't <laughs> until I die. Prove me wrong. Um. Yeah, how's everything going? What's what's been new? How have you been? <laughs> oh, I forgot we had a new new theme song for Sorry. this segment. <laughs> I am uh, trying it out. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I've been I'm, I'm I've been all right. I have a haircut that I that I don't usually get. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's weird. I don't know how people do this. Um, <laughs> have haircuts? Have like haircuts that you kind of have to watch. Oh, you know, sure. Because if like. A certain like it's got to be in a certain way yeah because i cut it in a certain way so it's got this is the worst part of this podcast <laughs> right now <laughs> talking hair this is the this is the worst bit we've ever done well i uh, i have no hair so that's well that's that's true that is a choice um, that I've is made. that is a choice you've made um and those it, that aren't aware i've been shaving my head the past uh three months and it's working it's been fine. You got a little bit of a Heisenberg thing going on. Yeah. That's you could kinda, go full Heisenberg. I could and go, go with full Heisenberg with the goatee, but I don't want to. I like the full beard. Well, you can wear a hat pretty well, so yeah. you might as well. Okay. <laughs> you convinced me. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. You can wear a hat pretty well. <laughs> uh, we recently sat down and watched The Flames. We did. Yeah. The Flames game. Yeah. With game our, two. Um, with several of our past and future guests. True. A.K.A. Our, our friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our business associates. Our, yeah. People who are relationships with our tax write-offs <laughs> because they appear on this show. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, Jen and LeBlanc. Jen LeBlanc, Emma Sinclair. Ryan Shishkowski. And uh, Catherine, Catherine Smith. Smith. All of those people have been guests on this show. Yeah. We watched the game at Ryan's place. And they lost. 
you know, it was a heartbreaker. It was a little bit of a nail biter, but I honestly think Colorado deserved that win. Yeah. They played well. They did play well. They played better than the Flames. Yeah. But we'll see tonight. Tonight because, is game three. Yeah, we were recording this on Monday. Yeah. And uh, my God. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, the series could be done. Could be done. It's possible. Mm, if the Flames win the next three. Or if either of them win the next three. By Friday? I guess, well, it would probably be on, would it be on, on Friday? Friday? On yeah. Friday, on it, Friday would be, yeah. it would be the final game. So that could be the thing. Possible final game. Yeah, possible. Uh, unless, you know. We're crossing our fingers for that outcome. Oh, uh, on the flame side. Yeah, yeah. on the flame side. <laughs> so, yeah, hockey, uh, you know, we like it. It's, well, we're Canadian. And, and we're Calgarian. Yeah. And that's, you know, the flames are top in the West. So we'll see if they can, you know, do better than the Lightning have been doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're not. The Lightning. The, sorry, the Lightning, uh, the winners of the President's Trophy, a.k.a. the best in the league, <laughs> are currently down 3 nothing in their series. Are they actually 3? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, yesterday they, they lost again. Holy shit. <laughs> They're in danger of being swept. Holy shit. And I believe this is the first time uh, Columbus has won three games in a playoffs. <laughs> in, Have they ever like, gotten past like the a, first round? I don't believe so. That's just, I, I read like a very brief uh, news article about it, but do you, I, I don't, do you happen I don't to remember know remember the of, score? Uh, I don't. I can get it very easily though. Because I think it was, it was when I checked, it was like three nothing. So it is Bobrovsky. Oh, it's a hundred percent Bobrovsky. <laughs> he is killing it. They haven't been able to score on that guy. Yeah, three one was the final. Oh my god. <laughs> they can't. Sc- they have the like the highest scoring team in the league, yep. and they can't they score. They were like plus twenty five differential in the in the season. That's insane. Yeah, I can't. Be- I honestly can't believe it. It. I mean, me I neither. like it. Like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, I was not expecting this outcome, and I don't think many people were. No, so. I don't. Uh, everyone's. Uh, Ryan said this to me when we were watching the game. Everyone's brackets are broken now. Oh yeah, because <laughs> everyone expected at least at least Tampa, Tampa to beat you and, know, the first round. And with with uh, St. Louis doing oh, yeah. doing what they're doing. Yep. I don't know if they're are up. they against no. Uh, also, the Islanders versus Penguins. Islanders are up three nothing as well. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's bananas. It's I, a fun playoff season, everybody. It is a fun playoff season. We're having this a good time. This segment with is it. called Sports, 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 Sports. <laughs> I get to sit up front today because <laughs> you're a good guy at sports. That's right. I am a good guy at sports. Um, I just wanted to take a quick look at something. Okay. On because I don't want to. Is it leave. sports related? Yeah, it's still? sports. Okay. It's sports related. I won't go still. to the segment then. Um, I just. I'm just happy here. that. Okay, the... good. The Jets did win last night. Yes. Okay. I noticed that as well. And so they they're... won in spectacular fashion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Um, I feel like most of the series are yeah. pretty like on track of being you know a good series except for Tampa and the Penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I expected the Penguins to win at least one. I thought the Penguins would win yeah. against the Islanders, like overall. Like I thought they would win the series. I mean, they still could, you know? It's not over. But That's true. It's not down over. Down 3-0 is a pretty tough uh, hurdle to cross. Yeah, it's a, it's a near nail in the coffin. Yeah. Near. Near. Very near. But that's why it's the playoffs, baby. Playoffs, baby. Baby. Um, we both saw a film recently. We Indep- did. Independently of each other. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we don't go to movies together. That's right. Unless it's Alita Battle Angel. That's right. Best movie of the year. Uh, we. <laughs> Still up there for me. We, we saw right Shazam. Up there, right up there with Glass. Shazam. Uh, yeah. Shazam! Shazam! Kablam! Bazinga! 
It sounds like that. It sounds like that. It sounds like and a, it's got the lightning bolt, which yeah. is uh, you know uh, Sheldon's flash shirt. Yeah, a ridiculous iconic. catchphrase. Yep. Which it is. It is. Um, but it's a great movie. You know what? You know it's like an acronym, eh? Yeah, Solomon, Hercules, Achilles, Zeus, um, Apollo, Apollo, and Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Silly. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> it's great. Go see the movie. It is. It's great. It's very fun. It's the kind of movie that you should all go see in theaters because we need to encourage this kind of superhero movie. Agreed. Because this one looks like it wasn't made for that much money. Yeah. Like it. It definitely has a budget. Yeah. But not a budget that's not going exorbitant to exorbitant amount. Yeah, it's not going to be the gross domestic product of a small country. Right. You know, like <laughs> a, like a BVS or a Avengers. Any one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Including the upcoming Endgame. Endgame. Uh, we're both going to see that one we are together. Seeing. Yes, in IMAX. So we're going to do a Cinepal's return bonus episode on that one. Absolutely. Uh, we're just going to plug the Patreon right away, right here. Yeah. Uh, that'll probably be the... Um, the May one. The May, yeah. yeah. That'll that'll be our May uh, content. Um, our April content, of course, is Cocktails Requiem, <laughs> the Bible, <laughs> Old Testament edition. <laughs> Available now on Patreon. <laughs> Uh, and soon, I, I think we should do our Wizard of Oz episode. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, Catherine is. Uh, I have a scheduled uh, idea of when I'm gonna see Catherine next. Great. We haven't decided if we're gonna watch it then, but it might be the best time to do it. Great. Um, I'm in. Great. Great. Uh, so as long as I don't have other things. Which, yeah, we'll you know. we'll talk we'll talk offline about that right. scheduling, but it's on its way. Great. It's happening. Uh, we also got from our friend Christy uh, Muppet Wizard of Oz. Yeah. On DVD. <laughs> so a good double feature, perhaps. <laughs> See we? which one. Yep. See which one you like better, Greg. Where did you get that? Uh, you... She brought it to me uh, at uh, Simpsons Trivia. Aw. Yeah. Christy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> we talked about it on the last episode. <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, yeah, you'd never seen the original Wizard of Oz, so why would you see Muppets Wizard of Oz? Why would you? And Indeed. now you can watch both and compare. They star such people as Ashanti. Oh, God. David Allen Greer. What? <laughs> And Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that part. Yeah, I knew that part. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> as fun as it can be. Yeah. Um, cool. So, shall, do you want to talk about the episode? Uh, do you have any, do, any other uh I'm just looking here. Do we have any, uh, do we have any mail to go through? Uh, I mean, I haven't checked in a while, unless there was one that I missed from a while back. Well, I just think, because there's nobody here. You know, we could uh, we could do some mailbag stuff. Sure, because we got uh, we got a message from Matthew from Utah. Here, cool. Um, he said, "Hello, Alan and Greg. You probably won't read this on the air." <laughs> uh, shows you. Um, oh, this was recent. Okay. Yeah, this one. This one was. Pretty... For some reason, I thought this was uh, from quite a while ago. Yeah, uh, he wants to throw his hat in the ring, saying that uh, he agrees with your opinion that seasons three through eight are the golden age. Thank you. And a lot of season nine is terrible. Thank you. <laughs> so that's two. This is versus a, one. This is an uphill so battle. I am willing to fight. <laughs> This is a hill I will die on, uh, <laughs> gladly. So, in fact, I will do a call to action right now. Oh, boy. Email the hammock district on third at gmail.com. 
Oh, sorry, numerical three. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> tell us that part. tell us if you if you like season nine specifically. Yeah. And I want to get a nice little poll going. And uh, the reason we're asking for for emails is because I would love to hear why. Sure. Yeah. And uh, tweets don't. And and we don't mean like, do you like some episodes in season nine? We think we want to know like as a whole. Do you think season nine is a success or a failure? Yes. That's... I'm obviously on team failure. Greg is on team success. Smashing success. Uh, Matthew from Utah is on my team, the winning team currently. Yep, currently the winning team. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, he says that, uh, he goes on to say that his favorite episodes are Last Exit to Springfield. Of course. Bart sells his soul. Hmm. And Burns Verkaufen der Kraft. Ah, Burns sells the plant. Yeah. Um, all great all great episodes, um, and uh, he sent us a little bit of uh, what was his story, and um, I really do appreciate getting these uh, these emails. Uh, so please keep it up. Thanks for sending in your email, Matt, and we will be talking more about season nine as it is a success or failure, because we're both in agreement about every other season. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just season nine that's uh, caused some contention. That's it right. Seems. That's right. I'm. I like. I think season two is a good season, but I in no way think it's a. It's a season. Like it's not it's a golden a, age. Season. No, it's a. We called it the silver age. Yeah, it's a rev it up so it's season. Like, it's like yeah, it's like them figuring things out. Yeah, moving away from just the the you know the Simpsons roasting on an open fire type uh, uh, format yeah. of just like let's really let's just look at a family living their lives yeah. and you know they start to have more. Maybe not fantastical, but just more interesting storylines and that kind of thing that uh, really make use of the the cartoon uh, format. Yeah, animated format. Uh, did we ever read this uh, this email from Alex, where he says two years ago I had a very large project to work on, needed some extensive background noise to work to to listen while I worked, and I found two bad neighbors and listened to the entire series. That makes me feel good. That is nice. You know, that's the that's the kind of thing. Um, I think he said uh, he said he thought that we stopped. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, and he said that he was gonna start um, making a uh, uh, like a zon- like a like a like a sequel podcast to this one. But we're still alive. Yeah, we're still <laughs> happening. Yeah, we're right here. Hi. We, we haven't joined James on the bridge. No, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the bridge? Oh, if you have like to the ask death, the death bridge. No, if you have to ask, then you don't know. No, so I hate when people say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, anyway, those are those are the mail that. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, those are the mails that that I've uh, that I've managed to pull out. Uh, so I think we're about ready to talk about an episode. Cool. If you want. Yeah. Bart Sorry. sells his soul. No. What? <laughs> Bart, what Bart on the road. What's what did I say? Bart sells his soul. Isn't that what we're talking about? No. <laughs> oh, did you watch the wrong episode? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about Bart on the Road, the twentieth episode of season seven. This is written by Richard Apple and directed by Swinton O. Scott the Third. And original air date was March thirty first, nineteen ninety six. So this one's a this is a road trip movie. That's or right. A movie. <laughs> it's a road trip episode. Yeah, and it's the hundred and forty eighth episode. Wow. Of the show. Getting close to 150. That's right. That's right. Um, that's a lot of episodes. You know what? You're right. Thank you. <laughs> we haven't made that many. Nope. Nope. We, this is like 107 or something. Something like that. <laughs> 
Can you believe we, can you believe we did a live episode? Yeah. And was, people came to it? That was fun. That was really great. <laughs> Thanks again to everybody who came to that. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next our 200th episode live, which will be season 13 or something. I don't know. <laughs> will be that 90s show. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh yeah, so this is uh you know, it's it's an interesting episode because it is uh Bart, Milhouse, Martin and Nelson. Yeah. A strange group, yeah. one might say. Definitely. Um last time these four have been together, I believe would have been in the Lemon of Troy episode. That's right. And at least with that, they had other kids with them. It wasn't like just the four of them. Yeah. And this time around we really see the dynamic between the four of them because these are four vastly different human beings yeah and you see that um because it, it it cuts to them during their spring break go to <laughs> go to work with your parents day yep and you see them all in their different walks of life except for nelson yeah we don't see his uh but i guess his parents are deadbeats so yeah Whatever that means to you is probably accurate. His dad's gone, I want to say. His dad Don't definitely. We find, out, we find out later that in his dad is nine, gone. season nine. Yeah. Yeah. We find is out that. Is that uh, Bart's, Bart the mother? Something like that. Because it's the one where is he. Is that season nine? I feel like it's. I hope either it's. Either nine or ten. I hope it's season ten because that puts a big hole in my <laughs> argument if it's season nine. Because <laughs> that episode sucks. <laughs> I'd... It's season ten. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Phew. <laughs> <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. Ah, with the Bolivian tree lizards. Ugh. <laughs> it, that might be one of my least favorite episodes of the show. Really? Ever? Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's fair. It's a bad one. It's so bad. Bart Junior and Chirpy Boy. Ugh. <laughs> But this episode does not have any lizards in it. No, it doesn't. Thank goodness. Uh, it does have four different friends from four walks of life. Um, but they all go to the same school, of course. And this all, of course, gets... Um, well, Skinner is the inciting incident in this, in this episode, mm -hmm. which is really, really great. Because Bart goes to the DMV, gets his fake driver's license, and everyone sort of comes together. What really interests me is nelson's involvement mm -hmm. in this whole thing because he kind of just tags along he does like they he he's he's just he's there because he's a fun uh additional character to have martin serves a purpose M moolah yeah he's got the money um the thing means the money millhouse is the friend yes and i like it when they show bart and nelson as like living together harmoniously as friends kind of sure yeah, in a yeah. way it's also it's i think it's quite accurate mm -hmm. to what school at that age is like because your bully and a friend at the same time isn't that uh unusual sure right yeah. Unf unfortunately <laughs> yeah like it's <laughs> it's it's quite often like because he's in grade four yeah and like he may act it but like grade four kids don't really know what is Nelson older. Uh, he seems older. He seems like he's. Do we ever see him in Krabappel's class? He's always in Krabappel's okay. class. Yeah. Um, he he's definitely. I feel like he was held back. Yeah. Like a year, so he might be like grade five age. Sure. Um, or he's just bigger. Yeah. Right. He's, he's a big guy. Either one. 
is it is growth spurt early. Yeah, is more than fine, and I just think it's an interesting dynamic that they put in there because like Nelson functioned as the bully for the early years yes. of the show, and still does when they need him to. Yep. So if you step back and look at that as a what is it saying as a piece mm-hmm. view? So what do you think that's that's saying? How do you how do how do we how are we supposed to look at Nelson? Like in the show overall? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he he represents <laughs> kind of what Bart might be. Uh-huh. You know, I think has is, is always been a, a, a thing is like way back to Bart the General. Um, you know, in that episode specifically, he's Bart is not portrayed as the the cool kid or like the, you know, the underachiever and proud of it. Anything like he's just the one getting getting picked on. He's just an underachiever. That's right. Um, and as the series kind of goes on, he be- Bart becomes the troublemaker. Like he becomes the one that Skinner is the nemesis to. You know. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's almost uh, showing Nelson as you could go down this route, or you could get out go down the route of Millhouse. And Bart kind of wants to walk the middle line between the two. Um. I think that's also why those are kind of two of the people that are shown as his friends. And like, even in this episode too, where you have the three kind of psyches of Bart in a sense, you know, the, the, uh, troublemaker uh, in Nelson, the, um, the nerdy side, I guess, with Milhouse. And then, uh, I mean, Martin's kind of <laughs> the book smart guy, right? Martin kind of, if we're, if we're taking that into consideration, then, yeah, Bart has all of these yeah. in in him. Um because what Martin makes me think of is he's the man with the plan. Right. He's the he's the little entrepreneur mm-hmm. in there, right? He's the guy who gets 10 bucks and goes and makes a million. Right. out of it from soy. Yeah. And we see that in Bart as soon as he's like I've crafted these alibis for you. Right. He takes the brains that he <laughs> has cuz he does have them. Yep. He just doesn't use them for good no. ever. He always uses it for, you know, his own selfish purposes. Yeah. And, and we love him for it. Yeah. It's what's mark of a smart person. Yeah. It's the mark of a smart person. Mm-hmm. I have a picture to show you. No, oh, what's that? Of Adam Smith. Oh, who's that? <laughs> when I was in Edinburgh. Adam Scott? Uh, <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> uh, when I was in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. I went. Um, we went down to the Royal Mile and walked down there, and there's a bunch of statues on the Royal Mile. And one of them is a statue of the father of modern capitalism, Adam Smith. A bunch of pigeon shit on his head. Uh, so I, Just the way he would have liked it. Yeah, so I snagged a pic of that, and I was like, this is the guy who ruined everything. <laughs> I was uh, I was flipping through my through my pictures when I when I was at my parents' house the other day, and I was like, oh, and here's Adam Smith, the guy who ruined everything. <laughs> and my mom was like, um, who? And I was like, father of modern capitalism. And my dad knew who I was talking about. Yeah. And he's and as soon as I said guy who ruined everything, he's like, <laughs> just rolls his eyes at me. <laughs> Raised a little socialist. God yeah. damn it. Well, your dad's rich, so <laughs> he's like, how dare you? shit on what i've given you son it's true yeah that's more than fair i get where he's coming from i do you think those flames tickets go go cheap nope 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 no they don't um but i get what he's i get what he was going for there but he did ruin everything 
In a sense, yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bart represents all three of those guys put together. He does have a bullying side. Oh, yeah. In him, obviously. Yeah. Um, and he is a little bit of a dud. Mm-hmm. You know, he can be such a dud. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. And that's his little wiener house. kid. Yeah, he can be a little wiener kid. Yeah, I mean, his his bullying is more in the, like, pranks department. Yeah. yeah. Like, as you said, he walks a line between really all three of them. Yeah. And it's interesting to put all all four of them in a car together. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really funny. Yeah, I mean, you, you mine a lot of uh, good comedy out of the, the four of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you look past the, like, why is Nelson with them <laughs> kind of thing. That makes sense to me a little bit, like... Like, he doesn't really fit in with the bullies, with the three others. Like, when they want him to, he's there. Yeah. But he's always the one who has more depth than them. I mean, I think it's just because he's like, hey, <laughs> Martin has a lot of money. Yeah. I I want to enjoy that money, so I'm going to stick with these kids while I can. Yeah. And he still finds ways to, you know, be a bully and, you know, hit passengers. And <laughs> He's also younger than, than the three others, well, the three other bullies. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like they're not in Krabappel's glass. Yeah, so uh, yep. that allows him to walk between worlds, like James Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he, you know, in the other world, listens yeah. to this and appreciates how often we reference him. Uh, maybe <laughs> email us, James. Yeah, email us through the ether. Yeah, ether mail us. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, if this transmission <laughs> is getting through, uh, the I did want to mention the the like you said the inciting incident of this is Skinner. Yeah, um, because this is a great little scene where a snowball joke. It's yeah, he's you know he's gonna go on vacation, but they messed up his ticket. This is a great little moment that for us to break down a joke uh-huh. to break down a Simpsons writers' room joke. Yeah. Um, and it's something that the Simpsons does so well in their golden years, and it's start an episode. Mm-hmm. They're so good at just starting an episode in the golden age, and this is a really great example of it. Yeah. So uh, you'll probably remember the exact words a little bit better than I would. Maybe. But like, if we can just step-by-step <laughs> step go through it. Um, well, so his ticket is, it's got three things wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rule of three right away. Yeah. So he wanted uh, a center seat, not an aisle seat, which yeah. I think is also just like nice little touch of a Skinner thing because nobody wants a center seat. Nobody does. Center seat is the worst. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have the person on your left who gets the window and gets to like sleep and not worry about, you know, leaning on someone else. Uh, plus, if they need to get up, then you have to get out of the way. And if you want to get up, you have to make someone else get out of the way. I'm a person who I don't get up on flights. So I'm always like, give me the window seat. I won't disturb you ever. And like, you know, like I don't, I don't want to just like talk to you <laughs> or do anything. And uh, my most recent flight uh, back from New York, uh, I was supposed to be sitting in a center seat, and I arrived, and the person who was sitting in the aisle seat of that center seat was like, was like, hey, uh, my girlfriend is sitting on the other aisle seat. Would you be okay if she swept seats with him? Oh, yeah, sure. So then I got an aisle seat. I'm like, cool. Um, and then, like, no one showed up for the other two seats. And I was like, great. I get, a fuck, like, a whole row to myself. But then it turns out these other two girls who were told to sit somewhere else 
uh, I guess we're not supposed to be told that. Or, I don't know. It was very confusing. But basically, they're like, you can't sit in those two seats at the very back because that's for like the stewards or something. Um, sorry, the flight attendants. Um, and so they came and sat uh, in the two. But I asked them, I'm like, do you prefer aisle or do you prefer window? Because I, I, like, I'll sit wherever. And uh, I just remember the girl saying, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really care. I'll get, I'll probably get up quite a bit though. So I'm like, great. I don't get up at all. So I'm going to sit in the window seat. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Cause I sat in the, uh, or the middle seat, the flight to New York and it was a nightmare. I just, I hate it. Can't stand it. Skinner loves the middle. Skinner loves the middle. Yeah. Is the long winded way of yeah. getting to that. But, uh, he also specifically asked not to have a kosher meal. Why would he want one? I mean, I don't think you need to specify that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where the mistake happened. It's like, I would not like a kosher meal. And they're like, oh, kosher meal? Okay. Yeah, go, yep. yeah. Add that in. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> it's like, I would not like a kosher meal. Like, yeah, because this is in the time where travel agents are a thing. Yeah. So you have to book your flight over the phone. Right. Which, holy crap, can we just talk about 90s things for a second? <laughs> um, they will do, they will go to absurd lengths to not talk to you on the phone now. Yeah, that's true. Which I kind of like. I'm I'm fine with I'm, it. I'm I am I like online stuff. Yeah, I am for it. Yep. I am very much for it. Like when I went to England, I I didn't see a, a goddamn person who worked for WestJet. <laughs> not once uh-huh. until I sat down on the plane. Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> Wait, was there not a person taking your boarding pass? Well, there. Oh, okay. That was it. That's <laughs> like, Greg. Until I got onto the plane. You like right? snuck in. Um, yeah, security at Security's YYC terrible. Airport is bad. Cut a hole in the chain link fence. <laughs> make a beeline for the gate. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, as, it's like if you we're ordering something somewhere at a restaurant and you're like, and I specifically don't want this to be gluten-free. Yeah. And they're like, they'd be like, okay, gluten-free. Like, why would you say it otherwise? Because like the standard is gluten. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting lots of gluten. Yes. Normally. If you say, I don't want (laughs) gluten-free, it's just going to confuse people and maybe you'll get something gluten-free. So I think that's what happened with Skinner here. But then the third thing, is I wanted the flight on Saturday, not on Friday, which is today in this world. Yeah. Uh, and so he, <laughs> and then my favorite part of the joke uh, is the flight or the uh, employee yeah. is immediately like, "All right, I've gone ahead and made those changes like very quickly," and yep. I'm like, "Oh, yep. great! Like great customer service." And then, and the the one day change will be seven thousand and thirty eight dollars or whatever. GM Chrysler. GM Chrysler. <laughs> I just love how cheery she is about it, you know? Like, I've gone ahead and made those changes for you, and you owe (laughs) $7,000. We can put that into a money mutual account, and it's gone. (laughs) But yeah, so he has to devise a way to close school early so he can go on his vacation. Yeah. Which is great. I, I also love that he... Skinner being Skinner doesn't have that in initial reaction. Like his first reaction isn't, well, I need to find a way to close school early. His initial reaction is, well, I can't just close school. Like I can't do the, the dishonorable thing yeah. so that I can go on vacation. And then he's like, but maybe, <laughs> but maybe I can. Yeah. And it's not even that because he's not letting the kids off the hook. No, you they're know? so, they're so like, he's not saying school is canceled yeah. for today or whatever. Um, or I guess it would would it have been on Friday that he 
learn this? Because the kids weren't already. It would have been school. the day before. Would have been the day before. Right. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he makes the Friday be take your kids to work day. That's right. Which is the opposite of take your daughter to work. Or and sorry, take your wait. It's go to work. Go with to your work with your parents. Day. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is where we get our basically two threads that form the same thread once again. Tight writing mm-hmm. in this episode. The B plot becomes a part of the A plot. Yeah. And is, in a lot of ways, always inextricably linked to each other. Yeah. Because Lisa goes to Homer's work. That's right. And Bart goes to Patty and Selma's. <laughs> well, first he goes to Mom's After work. After being a fucking asshole to his mother. <laughs> I love the letter that the school oh, gives him, too. It's so on the nose. Please, please note, homemaker is not a profession. That's why you don't get paid for it. Great. (laughs) She's so torn up about it. Yeah. Oh, Marge Marge is shit on in this episode. Marge is like, this is such a brutal episode for Marge. Yeah. She does not. um, She doesn't doesn't take it well. No, she doesn't. She She doesn't take anything well in this episode. Poor Maggie. Yeah, poor Maggie. (laughs) Really. She's having such a nice slumber. Yeah, she was so peaceful. Pokes her away. I love how she does it once and Maggie just kind of meh. Meh. And, and then she does it hard yeah. so that the baby starts crying. <laughs> oh boy. That's uh that's a syndrome, isn't it? Yep. Is that not Munchausen's? That's no, something different. That's something. But it's like I need my kids to need me kind of thing for mothers. Neediness. Sure. I don't know. You know that syndrome neediness. <laughs> Could be just that. Could be. You're yeah. right. Uh so this this sends them off on their on on their adventures. Now, something that I always like is when they go back to the DMV and we see Patty and Selma at the DMV. This is the second time in a row where we have gone to see them at the DMV. That's true. Yeah. Um and I have no idea how the Department of Motor Vehicles works in the United States of America. Yeah. So if this is accurate, <laughs> friends, well, it's email a, us about your DMV it's experiences. It's a trope, right? It and, is, yeah. And I've always wondered that myself because uh, I my exposure to this trope obviously took place when I was younger, when I wasn't driving, so yeah. I had no basis of comparison. But as as soon as I did start driving and did need to go to I, whatever our equivalent of the it's DMV the is, which is just the yeah, yeah. like car v- vehicle and registration registration office. Um, it's been fine. <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's never no. been an issue. I'm never there longer than. No. 20 minutes i like i'm waiting in line for maybe like depending on how busy it you know what when i decide to go sometimes it's like literally like someone's just waiting for me i'm like hello and they're like oh what do you need <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're very helpful i yeah. mean it's very bureaucratic but yeah. it's also like but these it's are just like all right here's what you need yeah. and uh, you know you bring in the right th- the pieces of id and stuff and yeah. you're on your way very quickly but it's it's a trope it's it's uh, mostly from the simpsons for me but then the more recent examples from zootopia where they have literal sloths working at the DMV. Yeah. Because they're all animals, you see. Yeah. yeah. Who's the slowest animal, Greg? It's the sloth. It's the sloth. Yeah. They're slow at the they DMV. They are very slow at the DMV. <laughs> oh, gosh. And Shakira's a giraffe. 
I was watching this or a show. Or a I was gazelle. I was watching this reality show um, called Total Forgiveness, where it's basically like this prank show where two people uh, challenge each other to do uh, certain pranks, and if they do it, then they get money towards their student debt. And oh. one of them was uh, get an Oompa Loompa makeover and go to the DMV and get your driver's license. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and the thing is, it's a it's a reality show, right? Yeah. And it's in Los Angeles. And City when they went down to the DM- DMV, it was lined up outside. Wow. And it was so busy. Like all the footage that they got in there was like crazy. It's exactly what it is hmm. in this episode. So I'm thinking, like, is it just the Los Angeles DMV? Because there's yeah. so many people in the greater metropolitan area of Los Angeles. Who always need to do things with vehicles and Well, stuff. because you need to drive. You need to drive. In California. And you need IDs for acting. Yeah. People want to act there. People want to act, and you need those IDs. Yeah. And they need to be up to date. Think any famos are ever in those lines? No. No, they have their own. They have their, like... Like private DMV. Beverly Hills DMV. Mm. Yeah. That's a great sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the best part about it is it can be like um, uh, like extras. Right. Where you get celebrities every episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just going through the bureaucratic. Uh, it's basically the office meets extras. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Let me get Gervais on the horn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Someone needs to be suicidal as well to oh, have yeah, his interests right, these right, days. Right, 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 right. That's my bad. <laughs> did you know? Did you know something about Ricky Gervais? Well, I, I, I know a few things about. Did Ricky you know he's Gervais. an atheist? Uh, I didn't. No, it's crazy. I just I learned it. No, he never talks. He doesn't about talk it. about it. No. Yeah, it's a very personal thing that he keeps to himself. Weird. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> 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 but. Uh, where oh DMV yeah so it's I mean this is one of those times too where the joke is just look how shitty the DMV is yeah because usually the plot has to do with them needing to interact with Patty and Selma so yeah. like there is no line yeah. <laughs> like when Troy McClure came in in the last episode he just walked right up yeah <laughs> sometimes they don't let the line move at all though yeah call those weekdays yeah they do um I, it seems fine to me like. They're like, they never seem that awful when they're with Bart. Right. They seem fine. You know, they smoke. Mm, Let me give them tongue sandwiches. That's not fun. Well, I mean, not this time. (laughs) You're right. I guess this was kind of a better time. Yeah. You know, because like, you know, seeing how, if I was a kid and I got to play with like a stamp all day, that'd be fine. Yeah. You get to make your own driver's license. Yeah. That'd be fun. (laughs) Um... Yeah, as Bart makes his fake driver's license, and uh, and then we're off and running. Rents a car. Yeah, and one thing that always like kind of bothered me about this episode is how they never have any kind of Bart needs to learn how to drive. <laughs> That's bothered you. I don't. Well, I don't know if it's bothered me per se, but it's just I've always thought about it. Where it's just like smash cut to him driving on the highway, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, I don't know about you. I remember my first time driving in traffic, and it was the most terrifying day of my life. Oh, it sucks. Because you're like, you know, I've driven in parking lots and stuff, and I'm still not really used to what this is, but immediately you're like, I'm in a death machine, surrounded by other death machines, going very fast, and the slightest mess up means I'm dead, and so is my, you know, my father or whoever's teaching me to drive today. Isn't it insane that people can just drive a car? Yes. And a 10-year-old does it in this episode. It's nuts. (laughs) 
No one cares. There's never any like. <laughs> I think I've. There's never, never any repercut or not repercussions, but just like like plot points related to like a ten year old is driving this car, and there are no repercussions. Yeah, really. <laughs> the he, car gets smashed, and he he gets off scot free yep. in this episode, and it's great. <laughs> It is. It's a good resolution. Yeah, I I like it Back a lot. Back to the status quo. Yeah, the frown, the frown, the smiling the mother. smiling face. She finally wins one. <laughs> and it's her special little guy. Special little guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're off on the road, and they've decided... Part on the road. Yeah, they, they've decided what to do, and that is go to the Grammar Rodeo <laughs> in the sunny beaches of Canada. Um, <laughs> this is the first time they go to Canada. But they don't. Well, Mar- Martin says that they've reached the vast cornfields of Canada. They're not going to Canada, stupid. But they were going to Canada. No, they weren't. They uh, they, they were was, just driving. He was headed to Canada. He wasn't. Can I tell you why I okay. think he was? Okay, please. It's because of the guy. The back to Winnipeg guy? The back to Winnipeg guy. Okay. I think they were on their way back out of Canada. Well, but here's here's where things fall apart is we don't know where Springfield is. That's true. It so, could be a border town. It could be a border town. <laughs> For all you know, it's in Maine. Well, they, <laughs> it's true. Uh, but they say, you know, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, or Disney Disney World, which yeah. is in Florida. They're in the same direction. So yeah, so you would think they're South. on the East Coast, or yeah. like in the, in the in the East, yeah, side of the country at the very least. Yeah. Um, he says back to Winnipeg, so that's of course in Manitoba. That's the we heart all, of the we continent. We know that, yeah. The uh, Winnipeg handshake is a stab. Uh, the likelihood of them being between uh, Florida and Manitoba is very high. It doesn't necessarily need to be close to Canada for it, for the back to Winnipeg to make sense, because they're on their way to Cape Canaveral, which is in Florida. That's true. They could literally be. 10 minutes away from Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. which I contest makes the joke funnier. <laughs> <laughs> if they've gotten so close <laughs> to their destination and decides to go back to Winnipeg in a spur of the moment. I'm going to say that I do believe that they were in Canada for a moment because one of the characters said they were. And I'm going to take that. Which Was it Martin? Martin says that. See, I, d- I disagree. I think that he's seeing cornfields... Which I'm pretty sure we don't have in Canada. What? What are you cornfields? Ta- what are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have corn in Canada. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never eaten corn. Have you? Jesus, this <laughs> is a luxury I can't. I can't do with. <laughs> can't import that shit. Are you serious? <laughs> We don't have corn. <laughs> so we don't have the corn most, fields. Most people listening to this are, in fact, not from Canada. Most of our listenership is from the United States. Mm-hmm. And I need to say, nope. <laughs> Let them believe it. Listeners from the United States, we are a cornless country. <laughs> Alan is right. They never go to Canada, they and don't. it's the corn that gives the corn them away. Fields. Yeah, there are the no vast, vast corn, corn fields of it's Canada. Canola That's why fields. it's a joke. Yeah. We have lots of canola. <laughs> He's right. I was wrong. Martin made a mistake. <laughs> so they decide where to go. Yeah, 
And they go to the Knoxville World's Fair, which just sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of... Uh, why wouldn't they go to Disney World? <laughs> they would go there now. Yeah. Because they're owned by Disney now. Ah. <laughs> Crossover appeal. That's right. So they instead... Do you, you know, know all of Simpsons is going to be on Disney Plus? Great. Seasons 1 through 30. I mean, bud... Is there really going to be a Disney Plus? Or is there just going to be... Or is it just going to be, hey, did you hear this is going to be on Disney Plus? Hey, did you hear this, 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 and this is going to be on Disney Plus? Wow, are we in Greg's Conspiracy Corner? Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Interesting. I don't think it's ever going to come out. All right. And they've just been doing this to fuck with everyone. (laughs) You know Disney, they love to just make giant elaborate pranks. Yeah, The Rise of Skywalker? (laughs) What kind of a title is that? Yeah, like they're going to bring Emperor Palpatine back. <laughs> he was thrown down a shaft. A wank. <laughs> we saw him explode. We saw him explode. How could he still be around? Nobody's really gone. <laughs> Ian McDermott's great. Yeah, he is. I look forward to it. As we've discussed before, the uh, greatest uh, snub of all time <laughs> is uh, Ian McDermott not winning the Oscar for... Do we literally just talk about this on the last episode? Revenge of the Sith. Hmm? Hmm? Did or we was, talk about this? I think or this was, was this just, like in person? This was in person. Yeah, I can't keep track yeah, of me neither. our friendship anymore in yeah. our business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about we talked about that, and I truly believe that that's the case. Best supporting actor. I mean, I'm not against it, but I disagree. <laughs> And it's your right to be wrong. I just so, think I think he goes a little too far in episode three for me. Too far? Yeah, I love it. I think it like was spot in, on. In a, I love it in a campy, goofy sense, but not in a best supporting actor sense. I think he's the best supporting actor in episodes one and two. Well, yeah, and then also in uh, Return of the Jedi. He's so good in Return like, of in the Tur- Jedi. Return of the Jedi is my my snub for him. He's so good in that. You know, and it's he's got probably more screen time than Hannibal Lecter, and he got best actor. That's true. That's true. It's all about you know. Well, that's category it's, fraud. Yeah. Right well, there. and it's and it's yeah, and it's presence. Uh, like you, you only know Hannibal Lecter is not doesn't have a lot of screen time when you're a film nerd like us, and you yeah. like analyze it and like let me count the exact time. That's eighteen minutes. Yeah, but if you watch the film, his presence is throughout the movie, so you accept that yeah, he's he's the lead actor in that movie. And as far as like, if we're going down to the very basic definition of actor he is the lead actor right in the movie yeah his um, face is all over the marketing yeah uh it's fine yeah <laughs> i really like him in that movie oh he's great uh probably my second favorite portrayal of hannibal lecter on on after brian cox screen um no michael manson i mean michael <laughs> mads mickelson <laughs> Mickle Madsen. <laughs> Mickle, Mickelson Madsen. <laughs> Nicholas Nickleby. Someone should get Michael Madsen and Mads Mickelson in a movie together. <laughs> it would be great. It totally should. It would be a Western. <laughs> it totally would. Yeah. 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 They'd be very good. They'd be so good. Yeah. Who would be the hero? Oh, uh, Mads. You think Mads over, yeah. over Michael? Yeah. I think both could do either, but yeah. I think They I'd, definitely both could do yeah. either, but uh, Mads Mickelson is on kind of a hero streak right That's now. That's true. Yeah. So, which is interesting. To mm-hmm. me, considering how many villains he's played. Yes. Le Chiffre? Le Chiffre. Uh, the guy from Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot that existed. <laughs> so did everybody. What was his name? 
Geronimo? I think it was Geronimo. I think you're right. <laughs> Palsabub? I think it was Palsabub. <laughs> Palsabub. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! How did we get here? I forget. <laughs> Let's talk about the B plot for a second. Sure, Landon Alger. Yeah, <laughs> he's very quiet and likes puzzles. He likes puzzles. <laughs> Sounds like your kind of guy. I mean, I will be honest. When I saw this episode as a child, I thought, "Oh, girls can like people like me." <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I know. That's it's so really cute. sad to think about now, but it's not sad. Well, it's, you know, my. Junior high self was very uh, self-deprecating and low self-esteem, like most junior high students. Low self-esteem, low confidence. It's a natural thing, and I went through the same thing as well. I think most people do. And I think when you uh, encounter a moment in popular culture that says, hey, people will like you for you, that's a powerful moment. It is. It's a a powerful moment, and... um, which is, and it's it's really great to see it on our favorite television show. <laughs> that's right, uh, and especially so young. Yeah, that's a that's a nice that's a nice affirmation. Yeah, it would have been eleven. Yeah, I'm it's an yeah. it's it's a nice thing to be like, oh, cool. I, maybe <laughs> I just have to be me. The problem is just doing that, you know. Well, and then she doesn't like him later. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't like him anymore. <laughs> Which I'm sure has happened to me as a child, where people were like, "Ooh, I like that." quiet kid who likes puzzles and then like a week later like nah doesn't doesn't i don't really talk to him <laughs> i don't know who he is who <laughs> that's my problem i just did too many puzzles this is a sweet b plot yeah between like homer and lisa it's it's really really nice we and rarely get to see uh them just bonding yeah and right? there's like no conflict here yeah because usually their stories are always they're clashing in yeah. some way, and they reconcile. And those are always obviously very sweet as well. Yeah. But it's nice to just kind of see. And it even even the way it starts where Homer like doesn't know what to do at work with her. Yeah. And he's like shooting staples into a trash can. He's like, I don't know. Like, this is what I do at work. It's not fun. I'm sorry. And then she, you know, brings out the, you know, the childlike uh, wonder that he enjoys. And they have a great time. And it's very nice. It's fun seeing him be childlike with his child yeah and it's interesting and not with his finances yeah (laughs) and it's interesting seeing her be the one to bring that out of him yeah rather than the other way around and Mm -hmm. then they kind of feed off of each other like that and of course they he's the only one she could have told Mm -hmm. about the incident that bart gets himself into Mm -hmm. um he's the only one and he's the only one who could have done done what he did and it makes it makes that 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 entire b plot essential yeah and it also makes homer as a character essential yeah Uh, and and it gives him some interesting layers too where i mean the the great part of the episode is when she spills the beans and his face turns red yeah (laughs) just a great piece of animation and a piece of uh, character work where he's just promised her that he won't get mad. Yeah. And so, you know, the the Homer we know lets his, you know, uh, his id, you know, get away from him. And so he normally would just like, you know, what? And, but instead he's able to hold it back. Yeah. Because he just made a promise to his daughter. And Long so enough to put his hazard helmet to, on. 
<laughs> and scream into it, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, and then they, and then like once he gets kind of that rage out, that he actually just sits down and is like, "All right, well, let's figure out a plan to get him home." You know. And it works. It works because he works with Lisa. Yeah. And it's brilliant because all Lisa needs to be successful at pretty much anything she does is to be an adult, mm-hmm. or to have uh, an adult be her puppet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. That's that's all she needs to succeed at almost anything, and <laughs> the f- <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's just like it's really a simple plan when you think about it. Um, yeah, it's an expensive one though. Yeah, <laughs> but I think uh, well, I mean, how much the, do you think the, a T four thirty seven probably pays for it though? Yeah, but it's still expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they've put the the insane billionaire Mister Burns out a little bit. Yeah, too yeah. bad <laughs> a little bit, like. <laughs> Like, not even a rounding error. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they get him to courier a, uh, a console. And uh, they're able to fit the children in there, too. And yeah. it's on a, a plane that's completely empty. <laughs> and Bart is just sitting there reading. It's very bizarre. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about what this episode, what we think this episode is satirizing. If anything at all, is does this? I mean, road trip stories. Road trip in stories. General? Does this? Does it have a target? Do you think this particular episode does it have an institution that it might be targeting, or is it just a an uh, uh, an adventure? I think it's just an adventure. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I think uh, I think satire and subversion actually take a back seat in this episode, um, in order to tell a just a pretty straightforward three-act story which i think is to this episode's benefit yeah by by staying straightforward the only things that are like poked fun at in a sense are uh millhouse yeah (laughs) which is very easy par for the course yeah and branson missouri so (laughs) i kind of want to go to branson i do too they've been there twice At least that I know of. What was the other time? I can't remember, okay. it, but it's they've been there again. Um, or was it Bronson? When they go, to, are you thinking of Charles Bronson? When no, Charles Bronson guested on the show. No, they they do they go to they go to Branson, Missouri, and it's like, uh-huh. oh, we're not here, we're not in Branson, we're in Bronson, and everyone is acting like Charles Bronson. Oh, really? And that like, sounds terrible. And, and is that season nine? I don't know. And basically, <laughs> it's the uh, it's 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 the sarcastic guy's voice. Hey. hey, yeah, it's like, hey, mommy, how about some cookies? No dice. This ain't over. And that's oh, that's vaguely familiar. Yeah, you know that line. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it. it's the only line that's actually kind of amusing. Sure, but then you instantly hate yourself hate, for thinking I hate that. everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a bad episode, but they do go back to Branson, Missouri. Okay, at some point. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, Dad says it'd be like Vegas if Ned Flanders ran ran it. Yeah. That's exactly um, right. I love it. That's a great way to characterize a town. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Homer would have said that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is also the moment we get to see Nelson Nelson's soft side. Yeah. He really likes Andy Williams. He does. I don't, but he does. I, I don't think I know any of his songs except for Moon River. <laughs> yeah. It's boring. <laughs> it's just boring. But I, I, that's a, so this is another, uh, installment of things I use in my everyday life, uh-huh. which is bam, second encore. Uh, that's just a, a joke that I reuse often where I think it's very funny to say, you know, a popular musician 
oh, I saw Kenny Rogers. I didn't think he'd play the gambler, but then bam, second encore, you know? I just think it's funny to to use that as a, like, yeah, of course they're going to play that song. <laughs> Can I, t- I remember the first time I used it in context. Mm-hmm. Um in like perfect context. Mm-hmm. I went to an Eagles concert of course. with my father. Hotel California? Yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> on the way back, I was like, I didn't think they were going to play Hotel California, but then bam, second <laughs> encore. And it was the second encore. Of course it was. It was like... When you're the Eagles, you're going to do two encores. And the second one's going to be Hotel California. They actually did four. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that is too many Eagles, if you're listening... Don't do those many encores. You Are know, they still touring? Yeah, sure. Because of the dead guy? <laughs> oh, Glenn? Glenn Fry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they are. A little bit. Mm. Not much, but a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, they haven't put out a, a an actually good record in 40 years, so... Yeah, well, they're just they're cruising on their, uh, their hits. Yeah. That's all you need to do. I guess. Sure. There's not going to be another Hotel California. No, they tried. Did they? Yeah. What was it Hotel Florida? It's called The Long Road Out of Eden. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's a ten and a half minute song. It would be funny if they did. They started just doing Hotel in a, st- a different state. <laughs> hotel North Dakota. Dakota. That'd be, I would love that if they just did a series of songs that were Hotel Blank and it did all 50 states. I would... I would be so I would suddenly be a big fan of the Eagles. Hotel North Dakota fits exactly like California. <laughs> I just want you all to know that it fits. But like make each like don't make it like a, a carbon copy of yeah, hotel, yeah, yeah. you know, don't make it, you know, welcome to the Hotel North, North Dakota. Dakota. Oh, that sounds great. Thank uh, you. But <laughs> but have each one be like very reminiscent of the state in whatever way. So there could be ballads, there could right. be like like giant rocks anthems. Welcome to the Hotel Tennessee. It would be more of bluegrass. A little bluegrass, yeah. yeah. A little pedal slide. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel Florida? Uh, Hotel Florida is more of a, like a, like a hillbilly kind of like deliverance. That, that song will just <laughs> suck. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nobody likes Florida. No one likes Florida. <laughs> it's America's way. <laughs> All tucked away up there. I prefer the Sunshine State. <laughs> right. <laughs> Enough quoting one of the worst episodes ever. Yeah. Yeah. Back on to Bart on the Road. One Bart of the better the episodes. Road. The Wadfer. Oh, yeah. The World's Fair. What a tragedy. Do you know anything about this World's Fair? <laughs> Aside um, from what we read about in, or hear about in the episode? I know what, that what, what, is your, what is your relationship with World's Fairs in general? I... Did not know they were a thing until I saw this episode as a child. And I thought it was made up initially, obviously, like I do with most Simpsons stuff I encountered when I was young. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, they're very clever. Look at all the clever things they're doing. And then years later, oh, that was all parodies and satire of popular culture. How dare they? But, you know, I like it on a different level now. Yeah, you get past it. <laughs> uh, my relationship with World's Fair is very much the same as yours. I think the only difference is the first time I knew that a World's Fair was a thing was from Men in Black. Right. Uh, Those two tower things. Yeah, that were flying saucers. Obviously. And... Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And because I, I don't think they do them anymore. I don't think so. I don't know if anyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, also I'm pretty sure Disney, well, Disney was a big World's Fair guy. 
And I think really? that's where he I think that's where he first did Epcot. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um like it might have even been in Florida. Like whatever World's Fair it was might have been in Florida and he was working on the Florida project, which then became Disney World. Never mind. Okay. The most recent international exhibition, Expo twenty seventeen. Wow. Uh, where yeah, was it? Was held in uh Kazakhstan. Oh. And uh Dubai has been selected to host twenty twenty. Cool. And Osaka, Japan has been selected to host the World Expo twenty twenty five. They call it Expo now, but yeah. World's Fair is, is I mean they're really they're really missing out on putting him back in Knoxville. I think so. Get that sun sphere going. Yeah, it's well it's not there anymore. This is a bunch of bunch of unsold wigs. Nelson knocked it over. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side. I didn't know that was canon with real world. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I do love the uh, like the that idea of because I feel like I can't think of a good example, but I feel like I've done similar things before where you have an outdated You've knocked over a sun sphere? <laughs> Yeah, but change over to up and Sunsphere to my wife. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, we're terminating, but. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I do have to. It's got dark. I'm, I'm not married. <laughs> I don't have any children, as far as I'm aware. Moving um, on. Moving on. Uh, no, like the idea of reading the outdated uh, travel book. Right. That says like, hey, this is happening right now. Look at all the cool things and thinking, God, awesome, let's go to it. And then you realize, oh, this is from years ago. This this only works in a pre-internet. Totally. Yeah. But I am constantly worried. Actually, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't because be. some uh, websites are not good at keeping updated. That's right. And there's definitely been times where I've literally gone to a location expecting something. Yeah. And it's either completely closed or gone or it's a completely new business yeah. you know and i'm like what the hell <laughs> like, i yeah. thought this was uh i don't know the hidden dragon restaurant that happens with news articles too hmm. you know like if they're not dated um prominently mm -hmm. then people will share them again as if they're new oh yeah yeah and that infuriates me yes. a little bit yeah I'm like, okay. Look at the date. Look at the date. Yes. It's like, this is... This Published from, 2012. This is from the 2012 election. <laughs> Things are so much worse now. People are posting like, guys, Obama <laughs> got elected again? This is crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's from 2012. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> wow. Oh, that's right. There's, uh, there's going to be... Uh, election results before this episode that's airs. true yeah yeah elections yeah. happening a provincial election for those that don't know what's happening in canada see a province is like a state <laughs> <laughs> only not as problematic instead of senators we have premiers um, i don't know if that's the right analogy that's, that's wrong <laughs> i don't know that's wrong US politics in, instead of senators we have senators oh cool <laughs> That's easy to remember. Just instead of uh, Congress, Congress people, we have members of parliament. Mm -hmm. I knew that one. Instead of governors, we have premiers. Okay, that's the governor was the word yeah. I was looking for. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and instead of uh, state representatives, we have members of the legislative assembly. Of course, the MLA. That's right. Or MLA. MLA for short, as they <laughs> prefer to be called. Everyone, yeah, everyone just calls them MLAs. Yeah. <laughs> 
little bit of Canada knowledge for you. <laughs> Just a little uh, Canadian politics humor. Yep. That's what everyone's clamoring for. I know. This is the podcast for you. Yeah. But so next time you hear from us, might we might be very, very sad. Yep. Or, I mean, less sad. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily happy. But it all sucks either way. It's, yeah, we're... We're not fans of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Every politician has to compromise remember, themselves so much that they're Do you remember monsters. when it was George W. Bush versus John Kerry? I do. That's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> you got someone who's like, you know, probably going to do things that you don't agree with on a, you know, social or political uh, basis. And then you got someone who's just boring. <laughs> Just a wet blanket. Just go with the boring guy. <laughs> Always go with the, the boring, boring guy. Because that means they're going to do things. Yeah. Actually, I like Notley. I, 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 I don't I want to do. compare her to John Kerry. Yeah, it's very I, unfair to I her. Don't, I don't think it's fair to her, but like... But it's it's just politically, that's what it feels like yeah, for me. Yeah. Where it's not necessarily her as a person. It's uh, the NDP's uh, politics. I'm I'm more in tune with them than I am the UCP, obviously. Yeah. But it's still there's not a perfect politics are dumb. There's no there's no perfect party. <laughs> there's nothing that's like everything you do I like. Yeah. You know? I I'm uh I hesitate to say vote because this'll be, <laughs> this be the after point. the voting point. But you know, for next time, I guess. Maybe just like putting it out in the, the general yeah. sphere of things. Uh please vote. Hopefully you can hear this right now. Yeah. Not when this airs. Uh, you know, just in the putting it karmically out in the universe. Yeah. And uh, also, I hope you did vote yeah. for those that didn't hear it when we said it on Monday, and are hearing it right now on Friday. Because I hope was, you did. Because there was advanced polls, very, and there was. There it's was so. Tuesday. I literally walked in and walked out in a minute. The Me place, I, the place I went to was empty. Yep. It's like there was four very nice people just waiting for people to come vote, and I'm like, hello. And they're like, oh, look at you. Like, da, 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 da. you so advanced. Happy. I did advanced polling. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I did it on Saturday. Um, and I think it's the first time I've done advanced polling, actually. Me too. And I'm like, why haven't I always done this? It's so easy. I think because I think, and this is you know speaking to the way politics work. I think it was bad information, in my opinion, because I was never properly informed that I too could advance poll. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like you you do advanced polling if you're unable to vote on the Tuesday on the on election day. But no, anyone can. Yep, anybody. <laughs> and now you can go into. Doesn't matter where you live, you can go into right. any polling any station yeah. in the city. Yeah. And they'll just print off your ballot based yeah. on your license. Yep. So it's so easy. Um, you know, people say it all the time, but it's true. Just do it. Just vote. Yeah. There's yeah. there's something like I want to say like twenty five percent of people age eighteen to twenty nine voted last election. That's it? Something like it's very low. I remember reading it was very low with young people. Like and that's why and people are always like, why does why does Trump get elected or you know why does why and it's because old people are doing it. Old people hate change and they hate that like, you know, people are less discriminated against and that kind of thing. And they're obsolete. like ah, I'm a white person and people are discriminating me now and so I need to stop it. And it's like, no, that's not what's happening. The world is changing. Move with it. I'm sorry. I need to calm down. <laughs> You're on the wrong side of history. Okay. So <laughs> So Skinner went to Hong Kong. He did. That's a that's that's a joke that I think is a secret favorite of mine. 
which is him seeing just having skinner there sure yeah i think it's very very funny it's a nice tie-in to the the beginning of the episode yeah. right? where he's like yeah right remember he's on vacation why wouldn't he run or why couldn't he run into bart when and he's the, crea- the fact that it's the fact that it's spring break and not summer that's, yeah. adds the uh time crunch to the show to this episode it's true you yeah. know they're yeah. on a clock they have to get back you know what's funny is i always assume it's summer in this episode yeah yeah it feels like a summer even though they do uh they they, they kind do of, summer four foot two later on that's true and which and, is actually summer and they do a little bit of painstaking uh trying to telegraph that it is spring break right and it also Miller's aired, yelling it for example yeah. <laughs> it also aired during yeah spring break no and that's the thing but also we as canadians don't get spring break we not, don't call it that not really we get family week or reading week. Or reading week. If you wanna, if you don't have, if a you family. don't have family, which I'm so sorry, <laughs> that was really <laughs> shitty of me. I always forget. There's some people out there. You know what? Families who just the people prefer you choose to, prefer to read. Families the people you choose. Yeah. You're my family. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. Well. <laughs> Expect uh, Christmas gifts, all and right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm on it. And cards every month. Every month? Yeah. That's, doesn't know what your family does. <laughs> no. <laughs> we haven't even had my sister on the podcast. That's true. This might be like the second time I've mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, we've just had our mothers. That's true. It's the only family we've had on. Oh, man, I wish I could convince my dad to be on this show. I don't. You don't want my dad on this no, show? It's... <laughs> or do you mean your dad? I don't dad? want my dad on, my okay. on the show. <laughs> dad, if you're listening, be great to have you. <laughs> He's not listening. He's absolutely not listening. I don't think he even knows I've been fired yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Boy, I'm gonna see him this weekend. Oh, good! And he'll learn all about my life. Oh, good. The the semi mid what do you call it? Bi biannual check in. Right, right, right. Biannual. Yeah. Thought you were gonna go Christmas and then some other time. (laughs) (laughs) This time it's Easter. (laughs) Sometimes it's his birthday. Sometimes sometimes it's a Wednesday in June. (laughs) Sometimes I need money. (laughs) So it's mid-August. And sometimes he won't take my call. (laughs) Most of the time he's in Phoenix. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. He's uh, he's one of them, uh, what do you call them, fly fly boys. Uh, A Coyotes fan. Sure. (laughs) No, he is a Leafs fan. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but no, what isn't Snowbird? Snowbird is the, right. the term people use where when it becomes winter in Canada, people will fly to a south place. Uh, in the, his case, Phoenix, Arizona. Because, Much like a goose. Yes, because he has a house there, or like a I don't know if it's a house. Con- I've never been invited. Maybe a timeshare. Maybe a timeshare. Him and him and my sister both go there all the time, and I'm like, can I come? <laughs> He's like, you know, it's never come up. <laughs> I've never thought about it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're killing me. Oh, boy. Anyway, Dad, <laughs> love to have you on the show. 
Me too. That'd be great. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh boy, should we go to the reference desk? I think so. All right. Uh, so the airline that Skinner buys his tickets from uh, is called Amerowestica, <laughs> which is a reference to America West Airlines. Uh, <laughs> Milhouse and his dad slide down the poles a la Batman. They even have a little sure music do. sting of the Batman theme. or the. They go see the film Naked Lunch. There's two things wrong with that title. At least two things. Did you ever see Naked Lunch? That's with uh, RoboCop, right? Peter Weller? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was hoping you would give me information yes, about it's, it. Yes, <laughs> it's with RoboCop. Peter Ro- Peter Weller is in it. It is fucking weird. Yeah. Cronenberg, I, right? I believe it's Cronenberg, yeah. And I think the the image is like a typewriter Yep. On a instead of a head. Yeah. There's a man um, who's got a typewriter. I like, re- I, I like recommending podcasts on this podcast, and mm-hmm. I will recommend one more, and it is the uh, Dead Authors podcast. I might have talked about this before, but they have an episode featuring William S. Burroughs. The author of, of Naked Lunch. Yep. It's so funny. It's so, so funny. Yeah, there's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's, man. It's like a typewriter instead of a face, and the hands are typing on it, and there's a hat on top. Because William S. Burroughs comes up during that that weird time where like literature could be anything, I guess. Judy Davis and Roy Scheider are also in it. Yeah, it's a star-studded cast. Ian Holm. I should watch this movie. Yeah, don't. No, <laughs> I probably won't. Um, yeah, Naked Lunch. Uh, it's not there's no one naked and there's no lunch. Radar Love by Golden Earring is the song that they play when they're cruising down the cruising down the highway, my hands wet on the wheel. Classic dad guitar song. Is it wet on the wheel? <laughs> I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel, yeah. That's gross. Well, I've been driving all night. It's sweaty? Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. All right. Uh I don't like it. Bridges of Madison County. It's a little trite. It's a little trite. Uh, the 1982 World's Fair or Wadfer. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The, the hitchhiker is a uh, striking relationship. Oh, totally to, is. To the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original guys. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, Andy Williams, we, we see. And then yeah. uh, the, the marquee says, uh, I can't remember what it says, but it's like the best ever. Andy Williams is the best ever. And it's by Look Magazine which had been out of print for like 30 years or something by this point. So they're still going on <laughs> on that that pull quote. Um, Al Gore. He gets an Al Gore doll. Yep. You are what hearing him talk. Yep. Um, speaking of boring Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> I love Al Gore. Oh, boy. Um, Macon, Georgia, apparently is where Nelson wanted to go. Yep. I don't know if there's like a specific joke in there. I don't know enough about... U.S. listeners, especially anyone from Georgia, let us know if Macon is like a, a you know, one of those butt of the joke cities, like anything from Florida. Sure, that sort of thing. <laughs> is it like that? Yeah, because it's just like the joke is basically this wouldn't have happened if we went to Macon, Georgia, and then they all glare at him. He's like, "Well, I'm just saying." So I don't know if it's just one of those jokes, or it's you know, it's just a funny name, or if there's something more behind it. Anyway, Big Macs. That's a McDonald's menu item. Delivered to Marlon Brando's Island. Yes, Marlon Brando was the last one I had. Yep. <laughs> um, what a fascinating man. MB? Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely fascinating. I, Did you ever watch Down to, the Island of Dr. Moreau? Uh, no, but I will it's, because it's of the Cinevals. It's a trip. I oh, will, yeah, because Mr. Kilmer's in there, and oh, they hated right. each other, and they didn't want to... Uh, oh, no, sorry, it was him and um, uh, David Thewlis who hated each other. Um, Kilmer was originally supposed to play the Thewlis part mm. in that movie, and then they switched. Isn't there a book about it? Well, there's uh, there's definitely a documentary yeah. that I haven't watched yet. Um, about that movie, making that movie specifically because it's bananas. Yeah. Um. So it might it might be based on a book. I'm not. I don't know for sure, but it would make 100 percent sense <laughs> if there was a book about the making of that movie because it is crazy. That's the kind of thing that I love seeing. I love seeing stories like that, and it's why I yeah. love Hearts of Darkness. Yeah. Which I don't think is better than Apocalypse Now because <laughs> I still <laughs> love that movie. Yeah. But like the yeah the the behind the scenes of some movies is sometimes just insanity like yeah. even the stuff we saw with the jim and andy documentary about man in the moon yeah and you're just like oh this was all happening <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it's crazy wild. but yeah i watched island of dr moreau mostly because i want to watch the documentary about it um and i still haven't so jokes on me but anyway uh what was your favorite joke in this episode my favorite joke in this episode was i have thought this through I will send Bart the money to fly home, and then I will murder I him. Will murder him. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, very good. I love that. His delivery is very good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but then, like, there's, there's, there's so many really good ones in in this episode. What's your favorite? And then we'll start giving out. I mean, my my favorite is a hundred percent. The angry dad. Yeah, that was going back one. to Winnipeg. I just love that so much. Yeah. Was just like, if you kids don't shut up, there'll be no Cape Canaveral for anybody. <laughs> That's it. Back to Winnipeg. Because <laughs> can you imagine being those kids? And like, because like, what I love about it is that they they don't. Because it would have been less of a joke if he it was just him yelling, and we don't see the kids at all. Like we just assume they're being little brats. But the fact that we see the kids as soon as he says that, they're like, oh shit! Like let's let's be on our best behavior. We really want to go to Cape Canaveral. And then Nelson does that. And so that's not their fault. Yeah. They wanted to be good. Your your threat worked, sir. Yeah, it worked. And they still they still lose. Yeah, they lose every And you can imagine they're gonna be like, you know, no, that wasn't us. And he's like, I don't wanna hear it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's uh, poor children. He might have broken that family. <laughs> <laughs> that dad is definitely divorcing the mom or like the mom is divorcing the dad rather yeah yeah uh you know they're all gonna grow up to be delinquents and uh, you know it's just another case of uh arrested development <laughs> that's not what i was gonna say uh my poverty is what i was gonna say <laughs> I, I, I wanted to i wanted to talk about the t-437 mm-hmm. command console conversation yep where he spills buzz cola on the entire console and the and Hank Azaria uh-huh. just nailing brilliantly it. nailing yeah. it, uh, freaking out. Oh, uh, dear God. <laughs> my system says your T-437 is fully operational, Springfield. Not, now, if you'd like to go. Oh, oh, God. oh God. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Sweet I, mother I mean, of mercy. I, I mean, mean, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're operating without a T-437, <laughs> Springfield. <laughs> I love what it implies with that because it's not just like, oh no, like it's gone down. We'll send you a new. It's like his like fear, yeah, 
his palpable, palpable fear yeah. means that safety console is very important. Yes. For the safety of the nuclear power plant. And the city. And the city. And the country, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Because he has a map of the country with bulbs that are burnt out. I won't hire an assistant. Not uh, his fault. Yeah. But, like, what's that map for, actually? It's not just to make sure the bulbs are burnt are not burnt out. That's true. I think it's to track all the other nuclear power plants. Yeah. It might be to track their T-437s for all we it know. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. if it goes red? You're dead. Red means dead. <laughs> red dead. White, Redemption. White is, white is light. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> red light, green light. Yeah, those are those are probably my favorites. And then, of course, um, I really like both times when Marge receives a phone call and it's like, oh, you want to talk, talk to Lisa? Lisa. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that that's that's some really good stuff. Marge is really good in this episode. I like her a lot in this episode. Uh, the ending, too, is very nice with her in bed getting all the phone calls. Yeah. For some reason, though, I, I dislike the Homer laughing part. Yeah, me too. I think it's the wrong button to end on. Yeah. And I think it was them like not knowing what to... But I think, honestly, if it was just, hello? No, Bart's never been to Hong Kong. Hello? No, his car wasn't smashed in Knoxville. I don't know where to tell you what's wrong with that. Hello? No, he can't... You know, that last one is enough for it to just fade out and be like... like she's getting weird phone calls of things yeah. she doesn't know. But like to have Homer kind of chuckle and then have her say... Homer, are you laughing at me? I think it's just the wrong way to end it. Yeah, personally. I agree. It's a it's a little bit of a false note. Yeah, a little sour in my personal opinion. Just as how it also because like the animation right before that is Homer like cowering. Yeah, kinda, you know it doesn't it doesn't make me think he's trying to stifle a laugh. Yeah, it makes it's, me think like, he just like, doesn't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to. Doesn't want to make eye contact because because if you ask me about it, I'll I'll mess up. I'm not good at lying. Yeah, <laughs> you <yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Aside from that, though, I think it's good. Yeah, I really love this episode. It's a good episode. I think it holds up real good. Real good. Real, real, real good. Real, real good stuff. Also, the smash cut to the wigs is pretty good. I just also wanted to mention, um, just uh, breaking news, uh, Notre Dame is still on fire. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Paris is on fire. Yeah. Yep. Paris is burning. Yep. That Clash song. Um, I was thinking of that Left Behind song, but whatever. Oh, well. What band? Hmm? I'm talking about bands that have broken up. <laughs> <laughs> the Clash, as we know, are still touring together. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so next week. Next week's a good one. Next week is a good one. And uh, I think we have a uh, guest oh, coming, do we? coming on. Yeah. Uh, we had someone call this one. Oh, a while, I, I was not aware. A while back. This is this is a while back. Or was now. I aware and just forgot I, to write it down? I think you were aware and you forgot to write it down. <laughs> Good for uh, me. Our next episode is 22 short films about Springfield, and Camille Pavlenko will be back. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of her faves. I'm very excited. Me too. This is a fascinating episode to talk about. It's yep. got one of perhaps the most iconic scenes in the history of the show now. A strangely iconic scene that's yep. just managed to stay alive and i'm glad it's a good scene it's a good scene um you know it's we'll a, talk more about it it's a strange scene but you know it seems a good ham <laughs> uh, 
Was the kitchen on fire? <laughs> no, it's just the Northern Lights. Outstanding. Uh, yeah. At this we'll time of that. year, we'll talk about probably just that segment. Yeah, and none of the other segments because who cares, right? Uh, it's going to be uh, two bad neighbors, except it's just steamed hams. <laughs> <laughs> and you call them steamed hams, even though these hosts are obviously grilled. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, we're doing it already. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We can always be found on the internet in various social media ways. Uh, Facebook, you can just search our name. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can, of course, email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can, uh, you know, subscribe to our Patreon, get to our bonus apps. Uh, Cocktails Requiem is yep. coming with, they're talking about the Bible. It's already out. So, oh, great. Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> um, you know, soon we'll be doing Wizard of Oz. We'll be doing some other bonus stuff. Cinepal's return about Avengers Endgame. That's right. And uh, you can listen to all the other bonus episodes we've released, like Alito Battle Angel and... Um, uh, escape room. Escape room. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do one on glass, did we? We didn't. No. Oh man, maybe we should. At maybe some we point. should. Maybe when it's out on DVD or whatever. I will get it. Oh yeah, I will buy that movie. Any masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks again for listening, everybody, and keep watching the skis.